Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 239 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring, and coaching. As always, I'll share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed or stolen through the 23 years or so I've been in business, and from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education, and I'll do it in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. So, that said... Let's get on with today's show. I want to talk today about what I call the great escape or the great retreat because it's been very important to me and I think it's a great idea to pass this one around. As uh, entrepreneurs, I know that we're all busy people. We're driving hard to make things happen for ourselves. Usually, I would hope anyway, we're all doing things that light us up so we're very engaged by what we do on a day-to-day basis absolutely fascinated with doing our thing running the business helping people making a difference in the world and believe me that is as it should be but there's a downside to this and it didn't occur to me for quite a few years that it was happening to me and chances are it's happening to you too downside is you get too close to the job you're absorbed in the day-to-day running management growth marketing of what you do you know absolutely i would say i'm in the vortex when i'm working now that doesn't matter if i'm working in my property businesses or if i'm working in my teaching business whether i'm in the studio recording i'm absolutely in a state of bliss And that's the problem. It's just too easy to get lost in the job and become a busy fool. Busy fool, you say? How can you be a busy fool if you're doing all the stuff you really, really love and getting paid well for it? Well, what I mean by that is because you're so absorbed in the current activity of of doing the work, helping people, making music in my case, messing around with houses. I'm not generally thinking of the big picture whilst I'm absorbed in that process because I'm handling the fine detail, the granular stuff, if you like, of the day-to-day running of the business. I can end up neglecting the long view. And this is, you know, absolutely normal because we're working in the business, as the phrase goes, but we're not working on the business. So we tend to overlook stuff. We miss things. We miss small changes. We, look, we miss trends and shifts in the marketplace. Oftentimes we'll look straight past openings that could be lucrative, enjoyable, useful. Those opportunities of every type, there's growth, marketing, sales, product creation even. So really we need to make sure we're taking care of strategic planning. Now, normally, 
talk about business and strategic planning, it's just one great big yawn. But trust me on this, guys, it isn't. Because I'm a huge fan of making time for this strategic planning. I do some medium-level planning every single month. I put a little bit of time aside. But really, the whole point of today's podcast is taking more than one day out to get away from it all. Go on retreats, if you like, or escape from the business for three or four more days in isolation. When I'm just thinking about the business, I'm deliberately, willfully not working in it. I'm not doing a darn thing whilst I'm away. So I try to find myself a decent hotel in a, a conducive location with a good room. One that's actually pleasant, that's got a decent writing surface. If it looks a bit shoddy in the pictures, I'll take a folding work table with me. Now, the reason I want to go to a hotel rather than, say, a cabin or something, is I don't want to spend time cooking, and I need to get away from the house. So I'm not doing cooking, doing admin, picking up the phone, answering the door. I need to disconnect from the day-to-day running of the business. So I deliberately don't do email. I also don't do phone. I'll leave it at home. Or, worst case scenario, if I'm in the hotel, I'll leave it in the car, on silent. Yeah, that means I take a real home clock with me. Not relying on the phone to wake me up. I'll change the email autoresponder message for any incoming emails. And I'll change my outgoing voicemail message. The only people who know where I am are close family members, or for you guys maybe, husband, wife, kids, whatever, get the hell away from everything, get away from from everyone. Turn off the TV, turn off the radio, turn off the internet, and just think. Think about what you want to be doing in five to ten years' time. And keep thinking about that. Think about what you're doing now. What can you change? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? What do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? Where are the opportunities in your business? What are the products you can create? Just keep asking yourself these strategic questions. Play the game down in your mind. If I keep doing what I'm doing for the next five or ten years, what will life be like at the end of that time? And be honest with yourself. It's really easy to just BS yourself and and kid yourself into thinking that everything's peachy when maybe things are burning down around you. You're the easiest person to lie to in the world and you're the easiest person to fool in the world. You believe your own nonsense. So be honest. Be brutally honest with yourself. And write stuff down. A lot of people are fans of phone apps and computers and stuff. Personally, I'm not. I always advise my mentees, my students, if they're working on anything, to write it down longhand because it's more immediate than computers. You're much more likely to stumble on a notebook 
than you are to open up a file on your computer. And every time you write something down, your brain has to reprocess all of the thinking that went into that idea. It's also cool to just change from writing text to drawing diagrams, drawing pictures, scribbles, doodles. They're powerful. What I know, guys, is that this precious thinking time can't be got at home. In my experience, people always call. Letters drop through the door, the phone rings, neighbours nip around to borrow tools or to ask for help. You get distracted by notifications and junk on the internet and sucked into that little rabbit hole. Now, the hotel might cost a few hundred pounds, but it's money well spent. If you're working on the business and not goofing off, it's a deductible expense of the business. And I'm absolutely certain that you'll generate way more than the cost of the hotel in new business revenue streams. With the product ideas, with the cost savings, the business organisations and structures that you'll come up with and the tax savings that go as a result of that. Because this is not a holiday. It's a chance to separate yourself from the day-to-day -day stuff in order to imagine a better future, to plan that better future. Now, for me, this is more or less a once-a-year thing. I usually fit it in where there's a forced period of comparative inactivity. For me, Christmas break's ideal because I'm really not into Christmas. Lots of my students are away. I can easily get three or four very good days away at a competitive price somewhere nice somewhere quiet preferably with a beach to stroll up and down on whilst i'm throwing ideas around in my mind or maybe a lakeshore the big thing though is to be away from my teaching work completely and that means no scheduling no admin no taking calls nothing it's selfish maybe but it's got to be done if I'm there for my tribe, the other 360 days a year, I don't think taking five days out of the loop is, is significant. It's not a material loss of availability. Over the previous retreats or escapes that I've made, I've come to conclusions, decisions and insights that have completely changed my life for the better. I changed my businesses for the better. They made my life run more smoothly. Without the insights gained on those retreats, I doubt I'd be in the position I'm in now. Trust me on this. If you want to spend time working on your business and not in it, take yourself away somewhere and hide. Don't let anybody find you. Guard that time. Keep them as far away as possible. Don't even pick the phone up. Because you only need one great idea from the time away for it to be worthwhile. Well, I promise you, you'll not get one idea or two. There'll be loads of them. You might be spoiled for choice as to which ones to pursue. You'll be surprised at the sort of insights that you come up with. You need to make space for those insights by detaching from the day-to-day -day stuff. So let me know if this resonates with you and there's a location you use if you're already doing this, or even a location you'd like to use for your business retreat. Email me and let me know. I might bump into you there someday. It's info at neilcamado.com or hit me up on Twitter where I'm at tutor podcast. 
If you like the show, like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast and maybe even leave a review. That's all we've got time for for today, but I'll be back next week with more ideas and tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business while staying reasonably sane in the process, just like I do. So for now, I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been of some use to you. My aim is to stay helpful, so you stay helpful too. And until next time, have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.